0: You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Domini. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Welcome back to the Outloud Bible Project podcast. It's reading the Bible like it makes a difference. Have you gotten a little tired of Job's friends' accusations against him? It seems like they've just gotten bolder and ruder. I mean, just last chapter, in chapter 21, Zophar is basically accusing Job of being godless, saying basically, yeah, you've lived a nice life, but God doesn't let the wicked enjoy their riches for very long. He's talking about how the wicked suck cobra venom and vomit out their riches and get shot by bronze arrows of judgment. I mean, this this is like escalated quickly, right? And I mean, if you're tired of it, just imagine how Job feels, fortunately, though, for all of us, the three friends are going to run out of accusations to sling at Job here. So we're going to read the last round from the peanut gallery today. And as fire and brimstone as Zophar was, we see a different approach from Eliphaz with an offer of hope and a future. And Bildad will get the last words today among his friends and almost seem to give up. <laughs> Let's check it out in Job chapters 22-22. Through 25. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, Can a man be profitable to God? Surely he who is wise is profitable to himself. Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that you are righteous, or does it benefit him that you make your ways perfect? Is it for your piety that he reproves you, that he enters with you into judgment? Isn't your wickedness great? "'Neither is there any end to your iniquities, for you have taken pledges from your brother for nothing, and stripped the naked of their clothing. You haven't given water to the weary to drink, and you've withheld bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth. The honorable man, he lived in it. You've sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken.' Therefore, snares are all around you. Sudden fear troubles you, or darkness so that you cannot see, and floods of water cover you. Isn't God in the heights of heaven? See the height of the stars, how high they are. You say, What does God know? Can he judge through the thick darkness? Thick clouds are a covering to him so that he doesn't see. He walks on the vault of the sky. Will you keep the old way which wicked men have trodden, who were snatched away before their time, whose foundation was poured out as a stream, and who said to God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for us? Yet he filled their houses with good things. But the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it, and are glad. The innocent ridicule them, saying, Surely those who rose up against us are cut off, the fire has consumed their remnant. Acquaint yourself with him now, and be at peace. By it good will come to you. Please receive instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you put away unrighteousness far from your tents, lay your treasure in the dust, the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks. The Almighty will be your treasure and precious silver to you. For then you will delight yourself in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him and he'll hear you. You'll pay your vows. You'll also decree a thing and it will be established to you. Light will shine on your ways. When they cast down, you will say, be lifted up. He'll save the humble person. He'll even deliver him who's not innocent. Yes, he'll be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. Then Job answered, Even today my complaint is rebellious. His hand is heavy in spite of my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would set my cause in order before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would tell me. Would he contend with me in the greatness of his power? No, but he would listen to me. There the upright might reason with him, so that I should be delivered forever from my judge. If I go east, he's not there. If west, I can't find him. He works to the north, but I can't see him. He turns south, but I can't catch a glimpse of him. But he knows the way I take. "'When he's tried me, I'll come out like gold. "'My foot has held fast to his steps. "'I've kept his way and not turned away. "'I haven't gone back from the commandment of his lips. "'I've treasured up the words of his mouth "'more than my necessary food. "'But he stands alone, and who can oppose him? "'What his soul desires, even that he does. "'For he performs that which is appointed for me. "'Many such things are with him. "'Therefore I'm terrified at his presence.' When I consider, I'm afraid of him, for God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me, because I was not cut off before the darkness, neither did he cover the thick darkness from my face. Why aren't times laid up by the Almighty? Why don't those who know him see his days? There are people who remove the landmarks. They violently take away flocks and feed them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless, and they take the widow's ox for a pledge, they turn the needy out of the way, the poor of the earth all hide themselves. Behold, as wild donkeys in the desert, they go out to their work, seeking diligently for food. The wilderness yields them bread for their children. They cut their food in the field, they glean the vineyard of the wicked. They lie all night naked without clothing and have no covering in the cold. They're wet with the showers of the mountains and embrace the rock for lack of a shelter. There are those who pluck the fatherless from the breast and take the pledge of the poor, so that they go around naked without clothing. Being hungry, they carry the sheaves. They make oil within the walls of these men. They tread wine presses and suffer thirst. From out of the populous city, men groan. The soul of the wounded cries out, yet... "'God doesn't regard the folly. "'These are of those who rebel against the light. "'They don't know its ways nor stay in its paths. "'The murderer rises with the light. "'He kills the poor and needy. "'In the night he's like a thief. "'The eye also of the adulterer waits for the twilight, "'saying, no eye will see me. "'He disguises his face.' In the dark they dig through houses, they shut themselves up in the daytime, they don't know the light, for the mornings to all of them like thick darkness, for they know the terrors of the thick darkness. There are foam on the surface of the waters, their portion is cursed in the earth, and they don't turn into the way of the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters, so does Sheol, those who have sinned. The womb will forget him. The worm will feed sweetly on him. He'll be no more remembered. Unrighteousness will be broken as a tree. He devours the barren who don't bear. He shows no kindness to the widow. Yet God preserves the mighty by his power. He rises up who has no assurance of life. God gives them security and they rest in it. His eyes are on their ways. They're exalted yet a little while and they're gone. Yes, they're brought low. They are taken out of the way as all the others and are cut off as the tops of the ears of grain. If it isn't so now, who will prove me a liar and make my speech worth nothing? Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, Dominion and fear are with him. He makes peace in his eye blazes. Can his armies be counted? On whom does his light not arise? How then can a man be just with God? Or how can he who is born of woman be clean? Even the moon has no brightness and the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less man who's a worm? The son of man who's a worm? Over the last round of accusations by Job's friends, we've seen three different answers to the question, why do bad things happen? Zophar far is confident it's because you're wicked and you're getting what you deserve. Eliphaz says it's punishment, but you can humble yourself and turn to God. Bildad says, I don't know, just suck it up. We're too small and insignificant for God to ever see us as righteous anyway. Although you might find three different answers to a question about God, it does not mean one of them even is true. The truth isn't usually represented in the loudest voices. That's the thinking out loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Outloud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominy. When you become a patron of Outloud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.